Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story of a truck crash in Missouri may leave some a little sad. Others may weep over what was lost. The semi was hauling about 40,000 pounds of cargo when it overturned early Wednesday, last week on U.S. 71 near the Arkansas border. The resulting crash caused no injuries but shredded the tractor trailer and dumped said cargo all over the roadway and into a nearby ditch. At cargo, 12,000 bottles of Templeton rye whiskey. Would you, Cliff? <laughs> Would I what? <laughs> Would you try a sample of it if you happen to... Show up behind the vehicle. <laughs> you would be like, here's some bottles that weren't broken. Do you want one? Yeah, yep. I mean, you guys can't sell them now. And no. I think I would sure. ask. I think I would ask. I, I sure I would. would. <laughs> You're listening to The Morning Road Show, where our motto is you get what you pay for. And since you're not paying for any of this, yeah. you know what you're going to get this morning on this program. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and yep. that's our out right there, Cliff. That's right. <laughs> You know what you're in for. Expect nothing and you won't be disappointed. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, Cliff, even though I think they're quite humorous and um, I enjoy a good yeah. laugh from time to time, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put this out here real quickly. You mentioned okay. everybody has to wear a mask starting today here in Indiana yeah. when you go inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. The pictures of people with underwear on their faces are cute <laughs> for a while. Yeah. For a while. And then they get a little nauseous acting because <laughs> I don't know where you round these pictures up at. I hope it's not locally. I hope it's just something you've got off the internet, Cliff, because if you look at our text messaging this morning. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just point out, this is probably uh, one of those images that uh, we don't need to see in our inbox today. No. <laughs> but then again, Cliff. Yep. Whoever sent that in knows there. Getting what they paid for, so... That's exactly right. We, the continuing list of things we probably shouldn't be messing with, takes us now to the Pentagon, which is, of course, the big building where all the generals work, but that's not important right now. As you might expect, there's a lot of information inside the Pentagon that's classified. And while some of that is probably information that the military doesn't want to fall into the hands of whoever the enemy is this week, there's undoubtedly some that's kept secret just because... They don't want us to know. Like, say, what was uncovered by a unit called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Its work was superseded by another unit in 2017, and together they've come up with a list of things that, at the urging of both Democrat and Republican senators, they're apparently now ready to make public. But should they? By the way, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program is the bunch that collects information on UFOs. Luis Elizondo is a retired military intelligence official who's now choosing to speak out, saying he's seen things that have convinced him objects not of this earth have crashed here. And another private defense contractor told the New York Times he's examined materials collected from crash debris and found that those materials were something that we can't make here on Earth. (laughs) 
We should have some kind of gathering, Cliff, to see if we can get the aliens to come and land and talk to us. <laughs> this would be the year, right? Really? Yes. This would be the, yeah, they totally would this year. Yeah. What else could happen? Yeah. I, I'd say by November, at least by the end of November, yeah. I think we'll have some yeah. aliens around. Cliff and I are like the walking wounded this morning. Do what? We're like the walking wounded this morning. <laughs> Is that not true? No, that's absolutely right. Because off the air, through our chat line, we've been counting out our injuries <laughs> i injured myself mowing saturday how can you injure yourself mowing cliff well you, it's a right it's a riding lawnmower is it not yes it is <laughs> Luck you injured yourself on a riding lawnmower. luckily i didn't cut anything i was gonna say you still have all your fingers and toes i got though, all right? the toes still and fingers okay. but i'm i was almost done and i was in a hurry and so i went as fast as this um lawnmower would go which was pretty fast forgetting yeah. about the giant hole that's hidden in my yard <laughs> and i found that sucker and it about threw me off the lawnmower Woo. and my back went snap. ouch to the point cliff that i pretty you well know? laid around most of the weekend after that all day yesterday yeah. i didn't do anything and when i tried to shave last night i couldn't yeah. lift my arms up to my face <laughs> now i know with short arms it's a little struggle anyway well i mean that's, <laughs> you got you got to go right to the limit that you can go every time you shave. but i've got an extremely long razor that i use oh you do electric I, I was, razor yes and okay. generally i can get to all the places i need to shave but i couldn't lift my arms up i look like a mountain man this morning <laughs> as i came in here i'm like i can't even do it Tears were trickling down my head. I never had a back that hurt like this. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. All all from mowing. And it's yeah. It's the weather's fault, Cliff. It yeah, wasn't no. so hot and humid, I wouldn't have to mess with that stuff. And 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 as soon as I can as soon as I can breathe, I have to mow my grass too. So. Yeah, you're having a little trouble. I can tell your voice sounds different yeah, this morning. I can't. And so it's it's kind of a story that goes back to last week. You know what uh, probably a lot of people know what like that pleurisy pain that you get is? When you breathe, there's like a sharp pain, and it's because there's a sore spot where your lungs move inside of your chest cavity. I had that that started last week, and by Saturday, it was like half of my chest was like throbbing every time that I breathed. Never had a fever, but I can't catch my breath. <laughs> it doesn't really hurt now. It's just I can't catch my breath, and so I, I don't have that openness that makes my voice sound the way it usually does that's why i sound a little different today and just so you know i'm waiting on the test the results of the coronavirus test Ooh, this sounds like a gambling <laughs> scenario no, it does not. <laughs> we're betting whether cliff has the, has uh -oh. the virus or not and, and huh? if you if you've not had the covid19 test i can describe that to you in now in great detail oh <laughs> That's all the detail I needed right there, Cliff. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's, that's it. I'm really concerned for you, Cliff, now that I've found that? out what's going on with you. Why are you concerned now? Well, I, I hope that uh, you get healed up and start to sound like the old Cliff Ingram that we all <laughs> have come to know and love. Okay. And hopefully you'll have a speedy recovery from what's going on with you. And Yeah. Do you think you could possibly get that accomplished by Wednesday morning by any chance, Cliff. Could you? <laughs> by Wednesday? Yes. I'm on a deadline now to heal. Well, I wouldn't. I would be, I'm on a deadline to get better. It would be really nice if you could get that done by Wednesday. 
Okay. Do you think so? I'll do. I'll do my best. How's that? Well, you know, Wednesday, you know, there's some stuff going on here, and yeah, you know, you're you're not going to be here on Wednesday. That's what you're saying. That's that's true, Cliff. I uh, I <laughs> and and you don't want me to have to call in sick. <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> you, you see, Cliff, I, yeah. I I thought to myself during a pandemic, what's where's yeah. the best place that I could possibly go, and yeah. well, I came up with a, a mm-hmm. big city. That's where I need to be. <laughs> Downtown. In a uh-huh. big city where there won't be very many people, you know. They'll Right. They'll be all stacked on top of one another. Uh, yeah, pretty well, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, if you could heal up by Wednesday, that would be perfect. <laughs> After that, maybe yeah. it's okay. You, Whatever you, you want to do. Care. <laughs> you don't care if I'm sick or not. No, no. Come Thursday. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> just come Thursday, it's it's okay. Yeah. So we got a date for Wednesday, Cliff? <laughs> Apparently I do, yes. Okay. You'll be gone. <laughs> we this story of, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, proudly presented by the morning roadshow department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Nathan Bedford Forrest, despite having no formal military training, rose through the ranks from private to general on the side that lost the Civil War and turning up wearing the gray uniform, some of the most decisive battles of the war between the states. After the war, Forrest worked as a farmer, lumber, merchant, and for a time was president of a railroad, but clearly had time for after-hours activities, because he was said to be the very first Grand Wizard of the KKK. His health, though, gradually declined, and the man passed away in 1877 at age 56 from what was determined to be acute complications from diabetes. Now, research into old newspaper articles from that era now show that what specifically those acute complications were. As an article published in the Bristol News two weeks after his death indicates that Forrest had been for years a victim of chronic diarrhea. Turns out that's a fairly common condition for diabetics and at times can be uncontrollable, which is probably why his horse always looks so nervous. <laughs> By the way, that uh, just-in-time-for-breakfast rating system comes in a full four on that one. Yes, I would think so, too. (laughs) Yeah, there's a a statue of him where he's making a really funny-looking face, but if you look at the face of the the horse, looks really nervous. Okay, all right. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's time now for those Holiday World tickets to be given away Mm -hmm. to a lucky winner. Cliff, here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. Who's this? Hi, Austin. Austin, what's your last name? Wilson. I called in before. I was going to say, we talked to you about your YouTube channel, did we not, Austin? Yep. Okay. Well, yep. you know, you're playing for Holiday World tickets now, right? Yeah. There's something better than getting subscribers. Well, okay, Austin. <laughs> let's see if you're our winner. I'm going to give you a statement. You're going to tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. Okay. Okay. All right, Austin. In the uh, world, around 40,000 people get injured by toilets every year. Now, is that true, Austin, or did I just make that up? Um, hmm. (laughs) See, it seems so dumb it would be fake, but I know most people are dumb, so I think it'd be real. (laughs) That's a good way to think it through right there, Austin. So are yep. you saying that it's true, or are you saying that it... I'm, 
I'm going to say true. You think that 40,000 people get hurt on a toilet every year? Yes, I do. Well, I think you just won a pair of tickets to Holiday World. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, calm down now, Austin. Oh, calm down. No. Calm down. Yeah. Just, just, just breathe for a second. You, you, you've got a way to make it to Holiday World, right? Yes. You got any friends that you'd like to go with? I do. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Austin. If you can verify that you actually have friends that'll go, I'll give you four tickets to Holiday World. Okay. There is one person in particular. Um, see, oh, man, this is kind of hard. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you're on the spot right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell well, you. To, sorry, hold on one second. Okay. To Colton, if you are listening right now, oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh I'm no! Sorry. Oh no! Oh, but I think I know what's Gav, happening here. So you want yeah. these four tickets? Or you just want to go back to two? I'm going to four. All right. Well, we'll put your name on four, and congratulations, Austin. You have a great time at Holiday World. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Poor Colton. I don't believe he's going to go to Holiday World, Cliff. <laughs> Colton, if you're if you're listening, Colton, sorry. Yeah, sorry you're, about that. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> well, right now it's 82. Our time is 9.03. And if you give me a moment, I'll work yeah. that out what time it is in Celsius. But I'm not very good at math. <laughs> Let me think you, here. You, you, you were originally told there would be no math in this job. Yes. I'm thinking, Cliff, instead of giving uh-huh. Austin four tickets like we talked about doing... Yeah. Let's just give him six so he can take all of his buddies. <laughs> How's that? Okay. Let's just give him six tickets and no, he can take totally all of fine. his buddies. And he's about the right age. The yeah. holiday world is pretty exciting. And yeah. So we, I, I've added two more to his list there, Cliff. So okay. Austin, no. it's not four. It's six. Take Colton with you to holiday That's world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Do the right thing. Take Colton. Now there's enough for everybody. Everybody can go and have a good time. (laughs) Well, it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And luckily, Cliff, so far, no pre-bickering about it. So here we go. (laughs) The ancient Greeks believe that the third finger on your hand, the ring finger, contained a special vein that ran directly straight to your heart. And because of that connection, they called it the vein of love. Okay. And that is why, to this day, people put wedding rings on their third finger so it can surround the vein of love. Okay. Didn't know that, did you, Cliff? I did not know that. Now, is there really a vein that goes from your finger to your heart? No. Okay, yes, that's true. No, there is not. No, yeah, but that's what they believed at the time. That's what they believed. And all of yeah. that you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? <laughs> Phrases of the day start with number three. I'm on a deadline to get better. That's apparently Wednesday. <laughs> yes, it is Wednesday. <laughs> number two. The horse looks really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, a reference to Civil War General Nathan Forrest, who's apparently died from chronic, uncontrollable diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thanks for that history lesson. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. It came from Austin, who won a whole bunch of Holiday World tickets. He said, as he was working out the answer to the question, I know most people are dumb. Pretty wise kid. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, Cliff, you get better now, and we'll try it again tomorrow. I'm on a deadline, yeah. All right, talk to you then. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.